it's funny. I haven't heard this beat in a very long time, but uh, I actually, I haven't even heard the song in a long time. I had to literally read the lyrics again, but uh, Jesus, I I don't even know where to start. I have so many emotions right here. I, I just want to, I just want to get into it. All right. So as you know, your host, Daniel here um, with God is my judge podcast. Um, going with part three today. I'm feeling, I feel this energy. I just, I guess I don't want to stop. And of course, I can't stop talking about Lil Wayne right now. For some reason, he's he's hitting home right now. He's the reason why I'm, uh, I want to even speak more at this point, right? So uh, the instrumental that I played for you guys was called Open Letter. And uh, I have to go ahead and read you some portions of uh, of this song. I, I just, I can't, I can't stress enough how when you hear the words from the actual song, when he's singing it or rapping it, whatever you want to call it, 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 there's just so much into it. I feel like you need to break it down, right? Just like anything else, we, we, you know, whatever we read, whatever we listen to, whatever we, we hear from someone else, we have to, we have to break it down, right? Um, so let's start. It was just a lot I want to cover, but at the same time, I feel like it's a little bit too much. So, um, let's go ahead and start in the middle here i guess right can't deny you can't tame my lion i'm an angry lion hanging by a string i can't describe it feel like an anchor tied to my finger got me sinking to the bottom of my drink the reason i want to i guess speak on this is number one uh daniel and the lion's den right that's 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 what spoke to me number one was from the story of daniel being in the lion's den right so you can't deny it you can't tame it and as much as you want to feel angry you're not the you're not the reason why you should be angry, if that makes sense, right? We're angry for a reason. We build anger off of something else that stems off of something else that is built or bottled up from something else. We aren't just angry because we woke up angry or that we we feel like being angry today, right? I mean, of course, there's some people out there that may act that way, but in this sense right here, I'm angry. I'm an angry lion hanging by a string. So he feels like he's on, you know, a thread. Um, just, we don't know why he's angry because that he is on a string or that he's hanging by a string or that he's even on the string to begin with, right? There could be many, be many, many, many reasons why he could be angry. 
he goes and says, I can't describe it. Because sometimes how we feel, we can't describe our emotions, right? But the more we feel angry, the more we feel some type of way, we end up feeling like there's an anchor tied to our finger, right? That is something weighing us down with the string, right? While hanging by a string, right? That I got him sinking to the bottom of his drink. That he feels like the only way to kind of absorb this pain or kind of get away from this pain is continue to bury his head into his drink. Then it goes on to say, right? I know a lot. I think... I got a lot, but there's strength in numbers, but there's honor over strength. There's strength in numbers, but there's honor over strength. I talked to God the other day. He said he got me. So I took death up in her eye, and then I winked. That was a lot in three lines that I feel like a lot of people wouldn't get, and it would go over their heads, right? Sure, I can go on Rap Genius, right, and look up these lyrics, Hold on, actually, let's go on Rap Genius real quick. Yep. And that breaks down lyrics for you for type for songs like this, right? So, right here. Open letter by Lil Wayne. Okay, okay. Oh, here it is. Right here. Perfect. Perfect. So it says here that on Rap Genius that Wayne might be referring to a type he contemplated suicide but prayed to God for help. He saved him so Wayne told death not today. In a way, sure, that's that's how I view it, how I think of it, right? That he said he talked to God the other day. He said he got me. So I look death up in the eye, and then I wink. That because he talked to God today, because he talked to God the other day, because he talked to God in general, and knows and hears and feels that God has got him, that God will always be there, that he doesn't have to look anywhere else besides into God's eyes and God's hands and, and believes. He pretty much is saying to death, not this time. You don't got me. God got me.
He goes ahead and says, or continues to say, it's way too real. The stuff I'm talking away, way too real. I hope it gave you chills. The dirt under your feet could be the grave you fill. You don't know how dead you feel till you're dead for real. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? From someone, for him, who's talking based off experience, that has faced death on multiple occasions, people really don't understand where he is coming from, where he is speaking from. That everything he is speaking is real. Way too real for you to understand, for us to understand, for us to even witness sometimes. And that he hopes it gives you chills for you to understand how real his life is. That what he has gone through is real. That the dirt that we walk on, the, the dirt that is under our feet, the ground that we step on every single day could be the grave we fill today or another day. We don't even understand how close we are to the ground, <laughs> to the people underneath. And we don't know how dead we feel or how dead we really are until we're there, until it's too late. We don't want to wait until then. He goes on to say here, I keep it real. Looking in the mirror at the one that we know that knows me better. I was too busy to talk, so I wrote an open letter. Looking in the mirror at the one that know me better. Which what I've always said. We have to look our, at ourselves in the mirror. We know deep down what we know we need to do better. That we, that we all know that needs to be done, right? And he says, I was too busy to, to talk. So I wrote an open letter like that wow he didn't have to say anything to himself he didn't want to say anything to himself there was nothing to be said 
he needed to write it down for him to remember, for him to know, to, to read out loud, to believe that's what he is thinking, right? And this is how he ends it. Dear life, what is my meaning? My reason? That's the question. I ask the reader. God bless the reader. Dear life, what is my meaning? My reason? That's the question. You know, when he told me, I say y'all young. You know, y'all young. I said, be the best father you can be. You know, and truly, he is that. But let's go back to where he says, dear life. What is my meaning, my reason? That's the question. I ask the reader. I ask the reader. And at this point, the reader is us. The readers are his fans. So in a way, when we read the Bible, God is asking, what do we take from what we are reading? Are we learning from what we are reading? Are we using what we are reading? And at the end of the day, all we have to say, or at the end, we have to God bless the reader for being able to relay the message, to be able to read the message, to be able to understand what is the message behind the words being presented on the page. Because like I said, for Lil Wayne and his lyrics, I can go ahead and go on rapgenius.com and, you know, pick on and choose parts of the lyrics that, you know, that Lil Wayne means and that what he was trying to say. But in reality, there's different meanings to to different words. That's what's so great about the English language. There's so many different words to describe and explain what we think or what we read or what we felt, right? There is no one right answer. God, uh, God wants us to understand that there is a message behind it, but the message is meant for us what message is really meant for us we have to almost pinpoint 
the message, right? And I guess my stomach is telling me that the message here is time to eat. It's time to feed my thoughts, feed my body. Get to the root of it, right? Of course, that could mean something else, you know? Could mean that my stomach is digesting. Or that, you know, another reason that I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> but whatever that meaning, meaning or reason is behind it, we won't know unless we... You know, put it into play until we figure out what that message is meant to be. But we all have a letter to write. We all have a message to send. We all have an idea that we want to bring out. It's a blessing. Like he says in the song, don't get too high to look over blessings. Don't get too high to look over blessings. Don't believe and think that you already are at the highest you can be, at the mountaintop on cloud nine, whatever you want to call it. That you overlook the blessings that you are given. That got you there. Of course, we don't want to look back. We don't want to think about the past. But we still have to appreciate. And think and be thankful. For the blessings that arrived. That were there. So we have to thank God. We have to appreciate, like I will continue to say, appreciate, be thankful, be grateful for what God has given us. We can be angry, we can be aggressive with the world, sure, but where does that get us? We cannot talk, we can shut out the world, we cannot look our, at ourselves in the mirror, but what does that do for us? Nothing. It doesn't help. At all. And it's funny because there was a Mark Wahlberg <laughs> tweet um, that I recently saw about, I guess, almost 10 days ago at this point. And he says... God never gives you a dream that matches your budget. He's not checking your bank account. He's checking your faith. God never gives you a dream that matches your budget. He's not checking your bank account. He's checking your faith. And I absolutely love that.
He's there watching over us, right? He doesn't care about how much money we have, how many songs we put out, how many episodes we we produce. What he cares about is the words we put out, right? The positive attitude we put out. The mindset we continue to focus on, right? All still stems from faith, from him, from what he has taught us, from what he has continued us to push through, to get to, to try and be. He is constantly checking our faith. And that's part of the test. You know, that's part of being great, having a balance of being faithful, being strong, being a good leader, role model for others around you. It actually reminds me of another quote as well that I'll end here with. Life is about balance. So be kind but don't let people abuse you. Trust, but don't be deceived. Be content, but never stop improving yourself. Life is about balance. If you don't have balance, then you feel all lopsided. You feel like you're you're too much of this, but you're not enough of that, right? Be kind, but don't let people abuse you. Don't let people take advantage of you. Don't let people stop, stomp all over you. Right? Trust, but don't be deceived. Don't be foolish. Don't don't be ignorant. Be content. But never stop improving yourself. Goes back to, for me, to never settle. To always keep trying. To always find a better version of yourself than than you once were. So with that said, guys, you are great. You are blessed. You are gifted. You are amazing, you are great in every special way. And don't ever forget that, because God will never forget that. God has put you out here. God has put you here. So let's take advantage. Let's appreciate. Let's be thankful. Let's... continue to open up our hearts and good things will come just gotta have faith so with that said guys thank you again for your follows on Instagram thank you for listening to my episodes thank you for opening up taking the time out of your day to listen I know we're all busy. I know we all have a lot on our plates, but 
Thank you. The Lord thanks you as well as always. In Jesus' name, we'll continue to pray and be thankful for the mind, body, and soul. God bless. Amen. Appreciate you.